Good afternoon, everybody. We are back again with CDO Magazine for another terrific hour or so with a top leader in data and data science, Kerry Cobb, who's the chief data officer of BlackBot. I'm sure all of you know uh, BlackBot is just a, a terrific, terrific company. Kerry's been there about 20 years or so. We couldn't be more pleased to have her with us today. Kerry, great to, great to see you again. Thank you. Thank you for having me today. How are your clients thinking about using generative AI? Are they are they in the cloud? Are they are they doing the you know the open uh, you know the open AI or the ChatGPT you know public? Are they doing a private instance? Are they doing um, you know put setting up their own server infrastructures? Are they using what? Help us think about this because you've got a great seat at this table. Yeah, I mean, I think so many are looking at software technology um, firms to help in bringing a lot of those tools to them right within the software that they utilize, right? That we aren't burdening them with creating their own infrastructure, going out and getting enterprise versions of this software. How are we taking what they use each and every day and incorporating some of this amazing technology right within it to amplify their impact in the things that they do every day. It's our it's our role really as technology professionals to put that right within the software that they use every day, make it really accessible and amplify their own impact that they have. At the end of the day, if we can make fundraisers solely focus on what they do best, you know, change the communities around them, then we've done something right. You know, it's it's, it's interesting for viewers and listeners around the world. A uh, couple things. Uh, one of the founders of uh, of Apollo, for whom I used to work, is Art Bilger, who uh, now runs Working Nation out in uh, in L.A. and clearly one of the thought leaders in how America is going to uh, rethink the role of work uh, as as a nation. It's interesting. He sat me down, Kerry, a couple of years ago, and he said, "You know what? You guys are missing a big opportunity. Got get in the non for profit sector." And I said, uh, and I said, why is that art? Because it's going to be the number one employer in in the United States of America. And I bet most people on listening to this, listening to this uh, podcast or, or video will not know that. So I, I completely uh, applaud you guys for doing that. But can I poke a little bit here and go a little bit deeper on that? Let's say I'm a, you know, uh, I'm a, a very uh, established, uh, mm -hmm. you know, organization, uh, not for profit, what, what have you. And let's how do they interact with ai and ml and what if i'm a smaller uh you know not-for-profit as an example um, and you could do any pick any different type but just for the not-for-profit sector how do how does a small company interact with all, all this and that's why i was asking about state of data and how does a big company you know that's been around for a while do this and what are the differences that you've observed yeah i mean i think regardless of your size we're all better served when we put in our standard building blocks of AI, right? Governance, policy, training and empowering those that are using it and putting the right tools in place. And so we've found that really successful organizations, for-profit, uh, non-profit are doing things like creating a generative AI council, right? Pulling in all of those organizational risk lenses or those experts in, some do it internally, some do it internally and externally, um, to have that conversation around best practice, to 
spark debate and challenge assumptions and, you know, really uh, get down to the detail and what they, they want to use the tool to do. Um, policies are always really important pieces of how are we going to use the tool? Um, how are we making sure that if we are using public versus enterprise, that we're thinking about the classification of our data and what we're putting in there? Um, yep. Making sure that we are training and empowering employees or users that are using the tools as well. Um, do we have the right training? Do we have the right guilds or communities around them to help them uh, throughout their process? And then, of course, building the right tools, right? You know, whether that is a centralized hub so that it's easy for all of your users to utilize, it's easier to govern. Um, I think big or small, putting those four standard building blocks. It's probably the way to go. If you're a, if you're a small for profit or a smaller, you know, not for profit, you know, how do you how do you participate in this whole AI ML uh, revolution? How, how do you, how do you do it? Yeah, I mean, experiment, right? Go um, play around with the tools that you see. Ask questions. Ask questions of your peers. Um, there's great training out there, free training, amazing articles. You're having conversations at the kitchen table, I'm certain, with your kids, you know. Um, I think sure. <laughs> getting down to experimenting in order to learn the tool, uh, again, it sparks that creativity. It teaches you at the same time. Um, and then you can go from there. Yeah, I think one of the things uh, for our viewers that, um, you know, it, that, that Carrie's saying, and, and I'll just put on, you know, put on the table for everybody. I think you have, we, we are technologically at an adapter die moment. Yeah. And, uh, and I think a lot of smaller or medium sized businesses have sort of grappled with data and the messiness of structured or unstructured data, you know, and uh, all the software and all the platforms and God knows where the money went, but it went. And sort of trying to figure out, oh God, here's another one, another turn of the Silicon Valley wheel. <laughs> and and this one, I think you got to pay attention to. And uh, and you got to be curious because if you're not, you for sure, your bigger competitors, your well-heeled competitors are. <laughs> and I think that's, that's, the, that's the critical moment where we are. Am I wrong? You are not wrong. No, it's a, it, you bring up a really good point about that curious mindset, making sure that we are, uh, you know, learning how to ask questions and how to ask the right questions, right? A lot with a lot of these tools, we are going to have to learn how to ask the questions to get what we want uh, to see in return. So I love that comment about curiosity. Yeah, I think I personally feel that, uh, uh, you know, America is at a bit of an existential moment in terms of its smaller, medium-sized businesses. And I think, um, you know, what Llama did to make this technology available to everybody changes that game a little bit. And the smaller players and the mid-sized guys can have just what the big guys want, right? And, you know, places like Blackwater are effectively helping that with their great, you know, products and, and services around that. Um, Kerry, let, let's dive a little bit into, uh, into uh, how the enterprise or the midsize or the smaller, how are they thinking about business value and how to turn data into business value? Because one of the things that uh, uh, people hear me talk about quite frequently is that the C-suite has a low attention span and for good reason, for good reason. You got to move numbers, you got to reduce costs, you got to do all kinds of things. You answer a lot of constituents. So um, how, do, how do you drive, uh, get uh, significant 
business value out of data quickly. Yeah, I think it, you know it all starts with thinking big, but starting small, right? What does that mean? What does that mean? It means see where you want to go in three years, or see where you would go if you had all of the tools and resources at your disposal. But then think about how you just take that first step. Yeah. Do you, see, do, you, do you see a lot of people think about uh, uh, machine learning and AI and data science with a very large open aperture? Um, and are you are you telling people or advising people narrow that aperture just a little bit and focus on focus on something where you can get that initial success? Is that where you're guiding the audience toward? I think so. I don't want you to forget that big big picture that you know, big landscape of where you want to go and what you want to solve. But taking 12 or 18 months to get there, you need to bring people along the way. And if you can show direct business value at each one of those steps, um, you'll get people who will walk on that path to your final journey as well. And that's what you want. You want everyone from your organization on that path, helping out, excited as you are, talking about the work that you're doing. Um, and you can do that if you're just taking those small steps towards the big picture. On behalf of all of our listeners and uh, the board of CDO Magazine, I want to thank Carrie Cobb for a fantastic session with us today. And we look forward to seeing her again in the future. Thanks, Carrie. Thank you.